the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System, the energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL, system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401 351 7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free, financing is available. 401 401- 351 7600 Rhode Island Massachusetts it's JKL Engineering 401 351 7600 It's John DePietro on AM 1380 99.9 FM folks you can always listen online at the website depietro.com This portion of the program brought to you by Henry Oil call them today 401 521 online at Henry Oil Com, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Remember, oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Happy New Year from everyone at Henry Oil. Make the switch. 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. Well, folks, Happy New Year. It's Sean DePietro, and this is going to be a big week. And for anyone that did maybe over the course of the weekend and over the course of New Year's, you didn't fully pay attention, but we are out of the box with a very significant week. Number one, obviously, big news over the course of the weekend is that now infamous tape of the president and calling the secretary of state in Georgia um, and the, the allegations surrounding it and regarding his election. And I'll just say this, folks, there's, you know, just to sum it up very quickly and briefly and easily, um, there's nothing good about that phone call. Uh, there's nothing good about the phone call, even if it could be explained away, even if, and I, I fully get every, all the arguments and it is frustrating, but to have that type of distraction when the president is going to be in Georgia and tomorrow's a big day in Georgia with the Senate runoff, the future of the Senate, uh, really lies in whether or not what's going to happen with this Georgia runoff that they have tomorrow. Now, I don't know if the Republicans are going to be successful, um, but that, that all eyes should be on that and anything that takes away or hurts that is not positive. So I'm not at this point, I mean, a little bit later, I'm not going to go on and on. And those that haven't heard it, the president apparently on Saturday called the secretary of state and, um, 
and and again, I I don't know the full mindset behind that phone call. Um, I'm I'm a little I am surprised it was made. I'm surprised that if the president didn't want to, if the president wanted to talk to those two individuals, I mean, you are the president of the United States. I don't know why one of his people weren't on a plane into Georgia and then say, I have a special, here's my cell phone. Let's get the president on the line or something like that. So obviously the conversation was uh, taped, but there's just nothing positive about it. And then I don't know what to expect this, this Wednesday. This Wednesday is March for Trump. This Wednesday, the president's invited everyone to come into Washington. They're going to have a rally, uh, I believe, on the grounds at the State House at 9 o'clock, uh, 9 to 11. The president's going to speak, and everyone's going to march over to within. Some uh, Republicans in Congress are going to object to the Electoral College. I don't know how much of that is impacted based on what happened over the course of the weekend. I know there are many people right now many people out there that are listening and they feel i get messages from you john there's nothing to worry about on wednesday he's going to be named the president let's just let's keep this in perspective it would be very unusual if you say oh no the president won he's being reelected wednesday let's just remember that what you're saying doesn't fully jive with what else is being reported so i'm not going to try to again i'm not trying to change anybody's mind there are people that are certain, and many of you have sent me the video that Vice President Pence got the envelope at the funeral for Bush 41, and supposedly in that were the instructions, and there was a big plot, and I, I've heard all of it. Um, but Wednesday is a big day uh, because I know, you know, Senator Ted Cruz is even looking for some kind of delay from Wednesday. I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but it is going to be a big week without question. And it really, it started over the course of the weekend. And this is, um, it is, I, there's no other way to describe it, folks. It's a terrible distraction. Um, they, they were not successful. I'd like to think that there were more plans for Georgia or what they were trying to do in Georgia, but it certainly has not come out that way. And it also puts the president in a precarious situation that he can't be out amongst the media. And then they're just shouting questions about the phone call. And now there's talk about impeachment. And it's very, very distracting. So this should be quite a week. And I'm going to bring you, folks, we're going to deal in reality. And I will bring you the latest. And we'll be posting things on the website to Petro.com. Remember, to Petro.com. It's brought to you by Allstate Lock. Experts in locking systems and building security. Security cameras. Get some for your home or business. Call Allstate Lock today, 401-349-0042 or online at allstatelock.com. All right, a lot more ahead. Happy New Year. It's the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics, 
or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2, it's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, topetro.com. It's a new year. It's time for our segment, though. Politics this week. Joining me, he's the managing editor of OceanStateCurrent.com. It's Justin Katz. And Justin, I want to start off <clears throat> that um, before the new year, end of last week, uh, Governor Mundo did not have a press briefing last week. Um, it, it was just widely either assumed or accepted it was because you know both of our children would be on school break and governor could use vacation but during the course of the week again now rumors started to heat up speculation that she could be joining the biden administration in some capacity now the office that they're floating out that may actually be a better match for her would that be secretary of commerce so i want to get your thoughts on that now the briefing this week is not scheduled uh, until Thursday. And there is talk, although the Biden people expect to have some more announcements this week, they have a couple other positions to uh, announce. Um, they were going to wait until after the election uh, Tuesday in Georgia, because, it, you know, some of the nominations could depend on if they control the Senate, because this is all based on Senate confirmation. So I'd like to just hear your thoughts on the latest. I mean, I'll just share. I think something is up. I think uh, the governor recognizes be a good move for her. Jump off now. Uh, all governors are starting to 
see their popularity really erode. I see no reason that would end over the next six months. Plus, she's term limited out. So, uh, but your thoughts on the latest buzz as we're into the new year with Governor Mundo in a position within what is supposed to be the new Biden administration? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's a happy new year, but same same old conversation, right? The, the yes. go- is the governor leaving? It's it's almost like we're wishing, can we get rid of her? <laughs> um, you know, I'm a little skeptical uh, to the to the to the disappointment of many of us. <laughs> she was pretty definitive. Uh, the last time I saw a commentary, which was, I'm, I'm not leaving. I have no intention of leaving. And, you know, it's, it, it has a, a plausibility. I think you're right that it would probably be among the better fits um, that she, for, for her as a, as a cabinet member in, in commerce. I mean, if it's true, for example, that uh, labor unions have been an issue for her uh, and the Biden administration, Commerce would be one area where it might be that her financial pals have a little bit more sway than the labor union naysayers. So that, that, that has some plausibility, although, you know, it's not as if you can say Rhode Island's economy has been booming or, or even uniquely healthy in the last eight years. Um, it certainly hasn't gotten much better under her. Uh, we, I mean, we spent years debating where, where they were digging for one one statistic go if you if you only look at <coughs> sector and that sector then yep. we have our we've gained back our jobs but that was it was all kind of spin i think everybody knew that uh but you know so it's it's easy to see why for her it would be a good deal why she might want to want to get out of rhode island but yeah, stepping back a little bit I, i'm not sure i see what's in it for the biden administration uh, to to bring her in i mean it even if she's made some peace with labor unions, they're not exactly her biggest advocates. You know, her, her financial activities don't, don't necessarily endear her to the progressives. And yet she's too progressive for a lot of um, more Republican or conservative constituencies. And, you know, her, her record in Rhode Island is not that great. So I, I'm not sure I see, unless the Biden folks are just so, so impressed with her credentials, uh, I just don't see necessarily what's in it for them. So that's why I'm a little bit skeptical. I I just want to also be clear, because words do matter. Uh, when when rumors really hit about her, about health and human services, uh, there were many of us, and I was there, <clears throat> that were anxious to hear. It was the very end of her briefing. She said, and I do want to address, there have been rumors. And her exact words were, I will not be Vice President Biden's nominee for health and human services. She then said, I have an obligation to the people of Rhode Island. But so just so we're clear, she she could have shut the door and said what you said, which is no matter what they offer, I have no intention of leaving. But she actually didn't say that. She just said, I will not be. I just so, and I'm not trying to give you a hard time, but I just, <laughs> I don't want to go under the assumption of she said she would never leave or anything. That's actually not what she said. She was very... And believe me, I think she was very deliberate with what she said, which was, I will not be the nominee for that particular position. Um, I right. come well, back, no, Justin. On that, Go ahead. The, um, there was a, a Providence Journal article in which she said, I, I have no intention oh. of leaving. Uh, now, obviously, okay. that could be that could be misstated. It could have been misquoted. Maybe she overstated what she actually no. meant. But, um, but even so that, that, that was I this. have no intention of leaving. Oh yeah, <laughs> she, she has that. not. She has not gone out and made a, a die, died in the 
cast in uh, iron pledge, I am not leaving Rhode Island, that's for sure. Uh, but but even for, for those of us who, who think Rhode Island might be a little bit better off without her leadership, uh, even the I have no intention of, of leaving was a little, was disappointing. That was basically my Okay. My now, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, he would become the governor. Um, you know, he'd be thrust into it. He, you know, if we step back, he, and I got some insight, he was, when you think about it, he was very fortunate to win that uh, primary that he had against Aaron Regenberg back in September of 2018. And from what I understand, now, Governor Mundo was also, uh, primary in that if you remember it was against matt brown mm-hmm. i've heard speculation that what this rift between them really stems from is there are people within the Ramundo campaign team if you will that feel that if she didn't if the governor didn't have a primary and all her people didn't have to go out and vote that ruggenberg would have beaten mckee in that primary but because she was primaried all of her people went out and voted, and then a lot of her people also would be more in line akin with Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. And then whatever happened after that, maybe he was not appropriately uh, grateful enough or showed his appreciation enough. But I've actually heard that that's what it stems from, because she does not give him the time of day. I also, though, want to come back. And again, folks, our segment is Politics This Week. It's Justin Katz, Maine Indiana, OceanStateCurrent.com. Justin, I think you, you a couple things I come back to is just the fact, and I have no reason to believe it's wrong, that they they they, they were, she likes them, meaning the Biden people, and the, the Biden people seem to like her. She was apparently vetted for VP, and they the quote from the New York Times was she dazzled them. So I think you have to look at the landscape, though, of, you know, I know some people, anytime it's posted in Rhode Island, there's a lot of people that, it's almost out of habit now. They don't like her. They want her to go. But if you look at if you're team Biden, you know, you're, you're not going to appoint. You have to appoint someone. You're not going to appoint, say, Elizabeth Warren. Right. Who's very progressive. You're not going to appoint or ask Markey, the senator who who is um, you know on board with AOC and the Green New Deal. So you have to, to me, look within the party and Governor Mundo fits the criteria of being that moderate that I think they feel they could work with as opposed to you're not going to pick someone that has another agenda and or their politics don't match up with that of team Biden. Oh, sure. It's, it's plausible. Uh, I mean, it's not, which is, which is why I'm only a little bit skeptical as I'm not, I'm not claiming it out of hand. I just, it's, it's not an obvious, you know, she, she does have a, you know, we've seen when there are, you know, groups of all of the, the high profile people and the progressives to go get Trump or something. She's on the committee and we know yeah. she can, we know from her years as governor, she can spend time traveling the country, raising money. So she's obviously got you know, national Democrat connections in high places. So there, I'm sure there's a lot behind the scenes that make her, her attractive as well to, to an incoming administration. I just, it's just not, there's, there's nothing that jumps out at you as saying, she's the golden child for commerce secretary you know that's right. so i, I, I just that. i i think it's easy within rhode island to to kind of well she's our biggest at this point she's the only politician who really matters because she runs the whole state pretty much uh closing down restaurants on her executive orders and that kind of thing but um it's just not you know rhode island's a small place the economy has not been terrific uh we don't we don't necessarily she doesn't have necessarily very deep support here um so there there are a lot of 
you know, there's, it's not obvious that she would be, Biden would say, hey, that's our person. Um, but I mean, it is, it is plausible and it could definitely tell a story why she's perfect. And, uh, and you know, we should keep in mind that, you know, secretaries aren't generally the stars necessarily. They're not, you're not picking from all of the presidential contenders for your, your uh, cabinet. That's right. Necessarily. Yes. So, so there, I mean, there's, and she does have as the, the news media likes to say, you know, like as a stellar academic, or, yes. it was golden, was it? golden academic record so she does have all that and she she looks good on paper so it's definitely plausible but as i said i'm I'm just kind of skeptical for all these reasons although you know i'm I'm not making any predictions folks we're going to take a quick break a lot more it's politics this week justin katz managing our oceanstatecurrent.com right here on the john DePietro show MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer pickup and delivery. 24-hour mobile service. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Labby. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing. Call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook, Preferred towing they can also you know they buy older vintage cars maybe it's from the 60s 70s maybe you have one it's been sitting in your garage for who knows how long the last 15 years and you keep saying you know someday i'm going to restore that but how about instead call today 401-725-8500 call for a fair offer today it's preferred towing in recovery located in lincoln 401-725-8500 Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. 
Our segment is politics this week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Justin, we uh, seemingly, unless something changes, we are going to have a new speaker. It's going to be uh, Joe Sakachi. He was the number two to speaker Mick, Nick Mattiello. A number of progressives are already going on record saying that they, they are going to abstain from voting from him. And he is someone who he's been on the scene not that long, but he's an attorney. He's raised a tremendous amount of money. He seems at least attempting to try to make a statement that it's not going to be business as usual. And he wants to change the tone in the building. And But I, I think he is starting off with and is going to find that these progressive members, and there's more of them, and they're growing at the Rhode Island State House. I, I think that that is going to be a challenge for him uh, because of just the way progressives traditionally operate, which is it's non-negotiable demands. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on seemingly what is going to be the new speaker in uh, Joe Sakachi. Well, I think you, you you put your finger right on the important aspect of it. I mean, the, the progressives are, they're much more of a cult than a political movement in, in a lot of ways. Uh, and one of them is there's, there's no compromise. They're there, they, in their minds, they're there speaking for the people uh, and who have never been spoken for before. And so they have to be hardcore. They have to be uncompromising. Uh, and, you know, naturally, they say they represent the people because if you're not somebody progressive, you don't count as people. Uh, but uh, that, but that's the attitude they come in with. They're going to fight. I mean, this is why you get the freshman, uh, incoming freshman Democrat from Barrington, Leanna Kassar, I think it is. Yeah, uh, she's she made a run for speaker. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I I don't know her. Maybe she she just has a giant ego, but that's not something you do when you're saying, okay, I'm going to come in and and get my sense of the landscape. You know, it's the, they really do believe that they are destined to to rule, and that there there's no legitimate opposition to them, and so that's going to create as they get stronger. That's going to create a, a very difficult position for anybody who who even wants to to moderate or even wants to pretend that say conservative Republicans get a say. Um, that's. So yeah, I think you're right. It's, they're they're not they are uncompromising, and that that makes it difficult to do actual government. I think it does, and uh, I know uh, of Joe Shikachi, the new speaker elect. He is bringing in then uh, this Chris Polajowski, who's apparently one of the progressives, who's going to be his majority leader, who's the number two. I I think you describe, or one would, or Joe Shikachi is described as being a, a moderate dem. But, Justin, you raise a good point, and I don't think – I think because of the way it was Mattiello, in many ways, some of their progressive ideas were I, – I almost want to say hidden because they didn't go front and center because they would kind of be shot down a lot of the time, so they'd be neutralized. But that woman, uh, Leanne, Lillian, Zazar, whatever it is um, – and I'm not trying to be dismissive. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. But they, they have complete disregard for how things are done. Uh, money is of no object that I've seen, Justin, with the, the progressives. They don't care that something seems astronomical, that there's there's no money for it. Their solution is always just, you know, raise taxes. They AOC is selling merchandise that says tax the rich. Um, they have a very different agenda than that that we have seen up on Smith Hill. But I just wonder if this is going to be the year 
that a lot of these ideas and proposals they have start to bubble over the surface. Well, they, they're probably going to have to. I mean, it's, it's going to get to the point where, you know, up till now, a lot of the role of the Speaker of the House and the Senate President has been, you know, it's, it's a very powerful position determining what can actually get a vote on the floor. And a lot of, I mean, that's very corrupt. But one thing it does do is it helps to moderate. It helps to prevent uh, legislators from having to vote on things that are outright crazy, but that their base wants to wants to hear, wants to see voted in. Uh, so it's going to be, that's going to be a lot more difficult to, to negotiate. And in a way, you know, it's, uh, I know a lot of conservatives are of the opinion that, you know what, let it fly, let it all go out there, let everybody see who their representatives actually are, what they actually vote for. And that's how yeah. democracy is supposed to work. Uh, and so yeah. it could be a turning point, you know, the, the progressives could be the dog that catches the car in that respect. But from, from the perspective of the this House Speaker or the Senate President, I mean, we've seen in, in recent years, um, Senate President Ruggiero become more more and more progressive. I mean, it, the talk about, you know, equity and pay uh, for businesses, that kind of thing. And the abortion, obviously the a radical abortion bill got a vote, um, changed the name of the state. All these things have, yes. have come in. So it, they're, they're already making progress, but I, I, I don't think, I, I don't know this. I wonder if the moderates are prepared or they're, they're actually not that moderate, but the, the relatively moderate Democrats in Rhode Island are really prepared for the envelope that's going to be, to be pushed. And, the, the commands that they're going to be receiving for for just economically insane uh, policies and policies that outright uh, tr- trample civil rights. Uh, I, I think of, uh, I haven't looked too much into it, but in, in the Senate in New York State, for example, has apparently put in a bill uh, to, to allow the governor to essentially um, arrest and quarantine uh, anybody who might be suspected of having a communicable disease. Uh, so I mean, those are the kinds of radical proposals you get from progressives because they're utopians who ultimately don't think of people as people, but as just cogs that need to get in line. Uh, and But uh, once those demands start coming forward, I think it's going to be very, very difficult for the, the more moderate folks to, to keep balancing this line. They're going to have to take a stand at some point. Folks, our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz. Justin's the uh, managing editor at OceanStateCurrent.com. Justin, you said something else that <clears throat> that I think um, it's it's good. Uh, it's, it's astute. No, it's something that people should pay attention to. And it is what a lot of people don't recognize is the progressives. Let's just say, you know, up there, you're the speaker, whether you're Mattiello or Joe Sakachi. So the Republican caucus, listen, they were elected. Uh, you know, they're decent people. They have a right to be heard. The progressive mindset is you don't even listen to them. You don't talk to them. Who cares what they think? They're not going to be acknowledged. Uh, they're seen as, you know, they're all white supremacists and, and evil and racist. And that to me um, is the difference between the two where in their world, in the progressives world, uh, they're not fond of really dealing with the moderate Democrats. As far as anyone who's not even a Democrat, the Republicans to in the, like say you listen to like Sam Bell or Regenberg in their mind the anyone that would be a Republican they're not even worthy of discussion they shouldn't even have the right to you know their attitude is basically like you should just sit in the corner and keep your mouth shut and you really you know shouldn't even be here that is their attitude so to your point a larger point 
What role do you see the Republican caucus playing up there this year at the state house? Well, that's that's going to be interesting. I mean, there should be, in theory, room for the the Republicans to uh, to kind of work with the more insider, relatively moderate Democrats uh, in order to to counteract the radical progressives. But that just doesn't seem to be the way things have been moving. I mean, I, it's almost as if the the more moderate Democrats are really not that moderate. They're they're just they've just been better at hiding their radicalism or or their fingers are in the air and they see which way their base is going. I mean, Senator Metz, after all, was unseated by a radical Tierra Mac. Uh, so a lot of them can see what can happen if you don't if you're if you don't accept that the the progressives like the unions always were will can knock you out in a primary and that's that's a big consideration and at the same time i don't know i've i've seen almost more almost it has seemed in in recent years sometimes as if the some of the republicans being of a libertarian bent which which i am as well but have have looked almost to they haven't necessarily yet identified the progressives as the bigger threat uh and so they'll they they might work with the progressives to try to topple the more insider Democrats, which on a given issue might be defensible. So I, I, I'm not I'm not sure what to predict here. I, I definitely haven't seen the the Republicans uh, come out and state, you know, we are going we are going to be the firewall now, you know, anything right. like that. What, um, what's their agenda? Yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm not sure what to expect necessarily. And with Barbara Ann Fenton Fung in there, I, I'm not where sure where she's gonna she's often been kind of contrary to the party in some ways i mean she's had tiffs with sue sienke for example um the the chairwoman of the republicans yes Um, very much and so so there will be issues that aren't necessarily i mean some of them are are like pro-life i think that that's going to be an area where there won't be a lot of cooperation between republicans and progressives for example but other areas with labor unions and economic policy I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're going to see. Before we take a great a break, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but have you heard any, I don't want to say scuttlebutt, but anything regarding, I've heard now that uh, the, she's back at the State House Representative Patricia Morgan, that she's already announced that she will not caucus with the Republicans. Have you heard anything about that? I know that there's definitely some, you know, there was some bad blood during her uh, her primary against Mayor Alan Fung between her and representatives uh, Chippendale and Newberry. But have you, have you heard anything about that, uh, Justin, that uh, representative Morgan's already announced she's not going to caucus with the Republicans? I, I haven't, although, you know, I have heard oh, okay. there is, um, it, she, I'm sure she has some, some misgivings about other Republicans in the house. And, and I know there, there are a lot of people who are on the Republican side who are very, are, are still kind of, smarting or, or still disappointed sure. in her support for uh joe trillo or, or joe that. Trillo, uh, yeah. so there's there is a there there are some some makeups that ha- have to happen although you know i guess as, as we as you said earlier words matter so caucusing i i don't you know i'm not sure what the caucusing i'm sure she'll be a reliable vote for conservative slash republican policies uh, the degree to which she caucuses with them i i don't know and it's it's amazing to me in rhode island on the on the political right it's such a there, there's such a small field of them of us and yet we we never cease to to tumble over each other it's it's really amazing 
Well, that's that's also unfortunate. If that is in fact true, and I reason to believe it is, um, that 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 there wasn't more made by leadership within the party to try to heal this and get everybody on the same page. Because you you do if you're there and you're gonna, you know, say I can deliver so many votes, and you deal with the speaker, you you need to have her in that and not acting as a wild card. I do agree with you that most more than likely, but then you don't know. I mean. Uh, someone could then, you know, uh, pull out uh, the last moment and then not support something like that. Folks, quick break. A lot more politics this week. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health, because folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, we understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas the service is the best plus hemp and cbd products plus massage therapy reflexology pilates folks stop it and see her it's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins 1099 menden road in cumberland you can call her at 401 305 3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 
Our segment is politics this week. With me, folks, is uh, Justin Katz, managing editor at OceanStateCurrent.com. Justin, this is a, um, a unique story where NBC10, they have a program, 10 News Conference, it's been on forever. And uh, this past weekend, um, they were supposed to air an episode where the host, Gene Velicenti, who I know and like, he interviewed both Joe Sakachi and his number uh, number one person, which is this uh, Chris Blachowski, the majority leader. And then apparently there was another interview with Ruggiero and McCaffrey on the Senate. Well, anyhow, as uh, Gene Velicenti is talking to them, he shows a picture of an incoming Senator Tierra Mack, and it was taken with uh, two other women that are coming into the state house and on the steps of the state house. And he used the word and he, he thought that they had a fierce look about them and that they, and, and the caption that was with the picture that this incoming Senator poster was, we're not coming to the table. We're bringing the table or something like that. Um, it caused big uproar online. And, and it is the first time I've ever heard where channel 10, they, they pulled it. They didn't run it this past weekend. They pulled it off the website not because of something that a guest said, but something because of the that a host said. And the uh, progressives online were calling him a misogynist and he's a racist and how dare you describe women that way. And um, what's interesting to me also is if if Sakachi had some said, said something that got him in trouble, they definitely would have aired it. I just I've never heard where it was pulled because of they felt that the, the host was going to be in hot water. So they haven't even entered yet. And this Senate-elect, uh, Tara Mack, she's already making waves. So I'd like to hear your, your thoughts on um, the Boston Globe had a big story on it, and the story has rocketed. And, uh, and hear your thoughts on this. Well, I, I, I think this, this may be actually, uh, in the future when we look back, this may be one of the more consequential stories right now. And, I, and it probably isn't getting the attention it deserves. It's definitely not getting the framing it deserves. And I, you, you put it in exactly the right frame that I haven't seen any other journalist in Rhode Island put before the idea. This is unique. You know, this, none of the news stories about this say this for the first time in, in known history, a TV station postponed its, you know, its, uh, its uh, show, its flagship. The episode, so, yeah, they, they, they pulled it off the website exactly. even. They didn't that, That's amazing, but it's not even, tre it's treated almost as if, oh, okay, you know, it's the supermarket pulled some, some, groceries off the shelves because there, you know, there, there might be contamination. It, I mean, that was almost like the, this dismissive attitude. And I think, honestly, I think this is a, we're in a very, very dangerous situation here where, I mean, if you're, if you're just a, a regular Rhode Island out, Rhode Islander out there and you're watching this sort of groveling from the TV, from a major news station in the state over a poli political, one yeah, over political commentary. Yes. I mean, can you really trust these these journalists and their company to guard your civil rights. I mean, if you get down to it, get rid of all the identity politics stuff and all that. What is happening here is three politicians, three people who are now in an elective office, so the power base of our state, are dictating to a news media station that their coverage was insufficiently positive. And the news station is bowing to that. I mean, Tara Mack, yes. her, her, her statement was, and this is a, a kind of a chilling quote in its way, quote, the attention around us should be overwhelmingly positive because of the historic merit. I mean, that's, they are dictating, you must speak well of us. And what's scary is the news media is going along. Channel 10 is acting like they got caught doing something wrong. You got the Providence Journal with a glowing article about them, even the Boston Globe, nobody mentioning the idea that this is unique and, and kind of a, a threat to the, 
to the autonomy of, of the news media. And I think it, it gets worse than that because if you look at the image itself, it was obviously meant to look fierce. At least two of them were, had a very kind of strong posture, which is fine, which is great. But what they're saying is if you, you can't call them fierce if you're, if you're being critical. And but if if you could see in the opposite, if Valisanti had said, "Oh, they look like some nice young women," he would have been attacked. Oh, they're not nice; they're fierce. And it, you can't win unless you support them. And as we said earlier, you're, there's no compromise. You're not allowed to disagree with them. Everything has to be positive. They represent the people. They represent the voice of of justice. And everybody else ought to just get in line. And I, I so I, I think this is a it, it's a very very precarious spot. Uh, where we're we're now putting people in office who you're just not allowed to criticize them, basically, is what it comes down to. And if you do, that's what it you'll comes be down to. Yes, yes, and and not only that. And again, I I also um, let's just say I'm Joe Sakachi, and you, you he could say, hey, listen, you contacted me, you wanted to interview me, I I agreed, you interviewed me, I want that shown. The fact that they pulled it, and not because he said something, there wasn't anything wasn't any vulgarity or anything inappropriate it was it was an impression given by the host gene valisanti and just on top of that it's not even the pose it was the phrasing of we're not coming to the table we're bringing the table <laughs> that accompanies the the photo so it wasn't as if hey boy there's someone who looks fierce they're standing in a position and then it's the caption yeah. which is we're not coming to Listen, we're coming to dictate the terms that are going on up there. <clears throat> I think Channel 10, you're exactly right also. And it reminds me of, I was telling someone this, that as I would cover the protest, the protesters made up this rule, hey, you can't show my face. And I would say, well, you're walking on a public street. You're doing a public protest. No, no, no. Can't show our faces. It, it, Justin, because they make up the rules as they go along. And that quote of, you know, unless it's going to be positive, you have no right to run that coverage of us. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I couldn't find it, but as I've as I've thought about this story, I'm almost positive Gene Valicenti said something almost verbatim the same to Nick Mattiello a few years back regarding Regenberg and other progressives. You know, they're they look they're angry, they're ready to fight, they're going to come and fight you. What are you going to do about these progressives? It was basically the same question, but reality yeah. doesn't matter. It's it's here's our picture: either bow yeah. down and worship it, or we're going to attack you. For, for racism, sexism, whateverism, uh, it's it's just uh, th this is definitely an area where we need a news media that's that's going to be going to be we, that we can trust to to not fall in line with this, and and we can't at all. I mean, the, especially this younger generation of journalists, they won't protect anybody in our industry. They agree with the the fierce uh, progressive warriors. And it's just, it's, it's going to be a, a dangerous situation. And I, as we were discussing Shikarchi and Ruggiero and, and the General Assembly leadership, that's going to be another, you know, they're all looking at this. Every journalist in the state, every politician in the state is looking at this and saying, you know what, if I, if I misstep, I'm going to be canceled. Uh, Channel 10 is not going to yes. put me on their show if I say anything that might get them in trouble with progressives. Uh, and right. this is this is like the, the two step to fascism, really. I mean, it's just not any idea that we're all just kind of, oh, huh, that's interesting. They postponed their show. Uh, it's it's not a not, not an encouraging sign for, for 2021. That's for sure. And, and I don't think people fully, un, as you say, understand it, because I heard someone I saw someone post online. This is censorship. 
it's not really censorship. It's more what you've described, which is it also goes, Justin, to the larger point where during the course of the summer, you and I would remark and notice that they would always have positive coverage of the protesters. I think this illustrates they are afraid. They are intimidated by the progressives in the slash protesters. They're afraid of them. They're intimidated by them. And what's really striking is this is Channel 10. This isn't like, you know, the Pawtucket Times bowing down or, you know, some, you know, whatever, some smaller publication. Channel 10 is still the number one newscast in this town. And the fact that they got them to blink, you're exactly right. That means, can you imagine if they showed negative coverage? Can you imagine what the reaction would be if there's a story about a progressive that they don't like? Or if, in fact, they would show a face of a protester with these made up rules that you can't show who they are. You know, it also reinforces to me, Justin, no wonder the protesters hate me so much because I don't play along with these made up rules that they come up with. If you if you're talking about fighting and we're going up there, we're not coming to the table. We are bringing the table and they better get ready for an old fashioned ass kick and everything else. And then you say, boy, that's some pretty tough talk. That's pretty fierce. How dare you describe me as fierce? But I, but I think you've hit something that I and it's what you and I have been saying. I think they're very intimidated by them. They are. And, you know, I don't want to overstate things. And there's a thing called Godwin's rule for a reason or Godwin's law for a reason. Um, but this is this is how brown shirt type movements take power. You just you're not allowed to criticize them. If you are, you're you're an enemy of the people. Uh, this That's where we're going with this. And I think. It, it, really, we need new, the news media to be stepping up, and they won't because now they are they're overtaken. I think by younger journalists who've been who've been indoctrinated themselves. But I I, I think it, you your experience shows exactly the the process here. You know, you, if you're if you're not bowing to them, if you're not going to the BML rally, BLM rally, and putting your fist up as a prerequisite sign of I'm on your side. You, you don't get to report them. They'll try to blind you with a laser. Uh, you know, that's just, yeah. that's just how it's going to be. And, and they'll, they'll block you from getting anywhere near their, their, uh, their speaking uh, event. That's, that's just the, uh, or, and we saw it with, with your coverage on uh, when the, the route, the marchers were going down uh, through federal Hill, you know, when and the news yes. media, looked at somebody who disagreed with them and turned away and did, okay i don't need to talk to that guy over there who's being who's who disagrees with the uh, protesters it's all about that i mean you you get this you're not allowed to now gene valicenti is not allowed to have the speaker the incoming speaker of the house on his show for an interview without inviting people he might mention if they're progressives of course we don't hear oh well you've got to also get on conservatives there as well to talk about the other side that's not an issue because they don't count but this is as as i said i think this is if this is a marker of the year to come this is maybe the the one of the bigger stories right now i think you're right and just finally on this what's also striking and i recognize a lot of people are hearing about this they don't fully get it boston globe was the first one to do it but this was not <clears throat> there was nothing said inappropriate there was nothing outside of the lines um this was some negative comments on twitter and for the first time in the history of the program and 10 news conference is the, i think the state's longest running news show first time ever the station pulled the episode off the website and then they did not run it this past weekend because some progressives on Twitter were upset and making accusations that they were, as you say, described in less than flattering terms. Um, it's going to be quite a year ahead. 
Folks, he is the managing editor at OceanStateCurrent.com. We're glad we have access to him. He is Justin Katz. Justin, great job. Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you Happy again. Happy New Year. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, YankeeTreeService.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24 7 emergency service available call yankee tree service today 439-6028 439-6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028. 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300.